Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Wednesday, the episodes are Sword of the Spirit. You know, in Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about putting on the full armor of God as our protection against the attacks of the enemy. And the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. So, every Wednesday, we talk about scriptures in the Word. So, and also for August through December on Wednesdays, we are looking at parables in the New Testament. So, if you haven't watched or listened to previous episodes on this, I invite you to go to them. So, today's episode title is Change of Heart. Change of Heart is based upon the parable of the two sons, found in Matthew chapter 21, verses 28 through 32. So, as we usually do, we're going to read that passage first and then talk about it. So, let's begin Matthew 21, verses 28 through 32 in the Amplified Bible. And this was Jesus talking to the religious leaders and priests who had refused to believe that Jesus is the Son of God and had just finished questioning his authority. Parable of Two Sons What do you think? There was a man who had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterward he regretted it and changed his mind and went. Then the man came to the second son and said to the same said the same thing and he replied I will sir but he did not go which of the two did the will of the father the chief priests and elders replied the first one Jesus said to them I assure you and most solemnly say to you that the tax collectors and the prostitutes will get into the kingdom of God before you For John came to you walking in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did believe him. And you, seeing this, did not even change your mind afterward and believe him, accepting what he had proclaimed to you. And you know that John the Baptist was proclaiming Jesus Christ. So this parable emphasizes so much. On one level, it appears to be about integrity, and so many are falling short of that in today's world, aren't they? Those who initially refused to do the work but had a change of heart did it it, and were considered better than those who made promises that they did not keep. They essentially lied because they didn't do the work. Maybe they never intended to do it. They just said that they would. Actions are better than words, better than just giving lip service. You know, in a lot of outreaches, people may volunteer quickly, maybe to get the praise from those around them. But do they actually do the work? And on jobs, an employer may count on someone to do what they promised they'd do but they don't do it. We see that happening throughout every level of life. Then on a much deeper level, it's clear that Jesus was talking about the kingdom of God, as did as he did in all the other parables. It doesn't matter what you did before you were converted. You may have been a prostitute or a tax collector. In those days, tax collectors were, were thieves, essentially. 
They repented and in faith became a believer. So it doesn't matter what you may do before you were converted. If you repent and in faith become a believer. Jesus illustrated this by using the tax collectors. As I said, they were those who would steal money from those he collected from. And even poor people they, they would steal from. And then prostitutes. You already know about that. The priests and religious leaders likely did many good works. You think about that. But we know that salvation is not by works that we have done, only through Jesus. They did not accept Jesus as the Son of God, the Savior of the world. So it didn't matter what good things they may have done, maybe all their life doing good things, but they refused to accept Jesus. Those religious leaders heard enough to have a change of heart, and they studied the Word of God, but still they did not come to Jesus. They refused to believe that he was the Messiah, which was prophesied about throughout the Old Testament. They overlooked all of that and denied Jesus as Lord. Scriptures tell us we cannot earn our way to heaven, not by the good things that we do, but by faith through his mercy and grace in Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2 verses 8 through 10 in the New Living Translation says it like this, God saved you by His grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for it. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things that we have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things that He planned for us long ago. So there we know... A believer, also known as a Jesus follower, is not saved by their good works, but once they are saved by God's mercy and grace through Jesus, a believer is filled with gratitude and is then motivated to do good works so other people will see it and glorify God. It's always pointing to the Lord. Well, I always loved the opportunity to share the good news of Jesus. John 3.16 explains it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then Jesus himself tells us in John 14.6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. So that makes it very clear. The path is clear. Are you a believer? Do you believe that Jesus is the only Son of God? Do you know that Jesus came to suffer and die for you? He paid for your sins on the cross, and He defeated death. And He did that when we were at our worst, when we were sinners. He loved us that much. Do you know that Jesus is the only way to eternal life? Did you know that Jesus, his birth, his life, his death, and resurrection fulfilled over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament? And it is his, historical. There were many witnesses that Jesus was raised from the dead because he walked among the people for 40 days before he ascended into heaven. We each have free will to decide whether we become believers in Jesus. He gave us free will. We're not robots. I urge you to respond to the promptings of the Holy Spirit.
Speak your confession out loud as instructed in Romans 10 verses 8 and 9. Speak your repentance, vowing to walk away from your sinful life, demonstrating your faith, believing in Jesus, and your pledge of acceptance that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. When you believe and confess Jesus, you become His. You can thank Him for receiving you into Him, into His kingdom. He, you are born again, saved, a believer, a follower of Jesus. It doesn't matter whether a person who comes to Jesus used to be a really bad person, like in the parable, a tax collector or a prostitute. It only matters that they became part of his kingdom. Once we belong to the Lord out of gratitude for his mercy and grace through Jesus Christ, we are then motivated to do good works in serving him by serving others. And he gives us a calling in that. We share the good news of Jesus with the desire that all may come to his kingdom. And in that, we are falling in agreement with what God wants. He wants us all to be saved. But he gives us free will to come to him. Here's something I wrote in my recently published book, Joy in the Valley, the seven Ps. Do not allow yourself to be pitiful because power exists when you peacefully and patiently pray to God, your provider and protector. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining me today. I hope you'll join me every Wednesday morning on the episode of Sword of the Spirit, which is in the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And as you may know, every Monday morning, we have Hope and Faith Journey on Turn to God with Karen. And we, that's where we cover various topics that are about sufferings, challenges that we face in today's world. And we have hope for healing and encouragement, knowing that we can turn to God about anything. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. So I I hope that you will go to my website, um, contact page, and And I welcome any comments, suggestions, and feedback you might have. And that is KarenJaneCasey.com. When you go there, you'll see uh, resource material regarding domestic violence. You'll also see books and blogs and podcasts that I've done. If you've read and enjoyed any of my books, especially if they brought you encouragement, hope for healing, and positive change, I would love to know about it. Thank you and God bless.